I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. You are listening to part three in the series on suicide. And I thought it was so important to talk about it because uh, during this time, in this great pandemic, uh, there have been an increase in suicide in many countries around the world. In fact, even many Christians have attempted or have been successful in taking their lives. And I I had to talk about it because uh, there are many Christians who feel so judgmental and self-righteous because they haven't attempted suicide or thought about it. And they have the false notion that if someone has even thought about suicide or haven't or have successfully taken their lives, that they have lost faith, meant they didn't have enough faith. That is not true. I can think of many Bible characters, like David, like Isaiah, Jeremiah, many of them who thought seriously about suicide. And I know of an Adventist theologian who in the 1960s, who committed suicide because of continual put-down by colleagues around him. He was so in despair that he took his life by sitting in the car in the garage and putting a hose from the, uh, um, the car exhaust into the car, and he died. I had the honor of meeting his wife when I worked at Andrews University, and she felt certain about his salvation, and one day she'll see him again. But anyone, the strong or all the weak, can, can think about suicide. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have lost faith. You know, that's like saying if you get cancer, then your prayers are not being answered. If you have a heart attack, that means your prayers have not been answered. That's false. That's a toxic kind of belief. So in this section, I want you to stand by and fasten your seatbelts and listen carefully because I'm going to share about a number of factors or information about suicide that I have gleaned from various professional sources like WebMD and Healthline and Mayo Clinic and others. So I'm going to share about what are the warning signs of suicide. And sometimes a person used direct statements as, I want to die, or I don't want to live anymore. Uh, there can be an indirect statement such as, I want to go to sleep and never wake up. Or they'll be sorry when I'm gone. Or soon this pain will be over. Here are some behavioral signs of suicide. All right? And and it can be any of the following, not all. Okay? One, sadness and crying. Two, lack of energy. Three, increase or decrease in sleeping patterns. Four, increase or decrease in appetite. Five, inability to concentrate or make decisions. Six, confusion. Seven, 
angry and destructive or boisterous behavior. Eight, withdrawal from usual social activities, loneliness. Nine, drop in grades, inability to complete assignments or pay attention in class. Ten, giving away possessions. Eleven, making final arrangements, a will, insurance, or funeral plans. Twelve, increase risk-taking, for example, driving a car recklessly. Thirteen, a previous suicide attempt. Fourteen, increased use of drugs and alcohol. Fifteen, neglecting personal hygiene and appearance. Sixteen, recurring themes of death and self-destruction in poetry composition, writing assignments, or art. And seventeen, change in sexual behavior. Now, I've just read for you a list of 17 behavioral signs of suicide. Now, beware, I'm not asking you to go and diagnose anyone, but just to be a little aware of things. Now, that is not enough. They are what we call situational signs of suicide. That first one was behavioral signs, but now they are situational signs. I am going to list eight situational signs of suicide. I got this from Healthline. 1. Loss of significant relationships. 2. Difficulty communicating with parents. 3. Problems with school or employment. 4. Trouble with the law. 5. Unwanted pregnancy. 6. Serious physical illness. 7. Mental health illness. And eight, family disruption, unemployment, separation. That's quite interesting. Uh, I said one of the situational signs of suicide is difficulty communicating with parents. I've worked with many teens who started cutting themselves or thought about suicide or may have attempted suicide because the most significant ones in their lives, their parents, were not loving them, were damning them, were shaming them, never made them felt like they were somebody special. Yes, that is so sad. How can you help someone who is suicidal? Here are a few suggestions, and I'm sharing this from the Mayo Clinic. As far as possible, seek professional help. Call a doctor, a counselor, or take the person to the hospital. Number two, make sure you learn the warning signs. Number three, be available. Show interests and support. Four, be willing to listen. Always or allow expressions of feelings. Reflect feelings accurately. Offer empathy, not sympathy. Be non-judgmental, even if you feel strongly that suicide is morally wrong. 7. Be direct. Ask them openly if they are thinking about suicide. Yes, you ask them openly. Are you thinking about suicide? Discuss the idea directly, 
and honestly. And if if you say they are thinking of suicide, ask them the following. Listen carefully now. Do you have a plan? If yes, ask how, with what, where, and when. Remember, thinking about suicide does not cause it. Then, can you act on the plan now? Are the means available? Remember, these are questions you're asking the person. Number another one: Have you attempted suicide before? If yes, when, how, with what, and where? Then, why now? What problem is your suicide design to solve? Then here's another one: With whom have you tried to talk about this besides me? Did they listen? Who can be supportive to you right now? When you're in this, in such a pain, here is another one. When you felt depressed and down before, what kinds of things helped you feel better? Would they help you today, right now? And here is another one. If you choose suicide, there is no other option open to you. The decision can never be reversed. I'm wondering. If things are so confusing for you right now that it might not be good, a good time to make a permanent life or death decision, right now. Here is another one. Offer hope that alternatives are are all are available. There are alternatives. Let them know you care. When what happens to them? Say something like, "I care what happens to you very much. I don't want you to die." Take action. If they are in pain, do not leave them alone. If possible, remove the means. Now, what I'm sharing with you、uh, about suicide can be found on my website, www.soencouragement.org, and then click on the button that says Articles on Relationships, and type in the search engine on that page, suicide. So you don't have to write these down; they're on my web page. Right? It is important that when dealing with someone who is thinking about suicide, that you don't minimize the problem. You don't try to argue them out of it. You don't tell them they will feel better tomorrow. You don't、uh, debate whether suicide is right or wrong, or whether feelings are good or bad. You don't lecture on the value of life. You don't ask why. This encourages defensiveness. You don't use reverse psychology. You don't tell them go ahead and do it as a way to trick them out of it. And then, never promise to keep the suicide attempt a secret. So these are things uh, that uh, when dealing with someone who is thinking about suicide. Now, here's my final point. There are many things we can say that can be roadblocks, will be roadblocks to communication when someone is suicidal. Here are a few. Now we say these things, and we shouldn't. That's not a reason to kill yourself. You shouldn't talk like that. You will feel different tomorrow. Just forget about it. You don't mean that. If it will kill your mother. How could you do that to her? 
Suicide is a sin. It is morally wrong. Things can't be that bad. Life's tough. Quit moping around. These are things that we should not say. Now, if you're listening to me today, and you have attempted suicide, or you know of someone, just remind, I'm just reminding you that there is hope. Seek professional help. You can go to your pastor. He can pray for you, or she can pray for you as a pastor. Uh, But unless that pastor is sensitive and fully trained in suicidal ideations and suicidal thoughts, uh, it may best you also seek a mental health professional. Remember, there is hope. A person who is thinking about suicide is asking for help and in need of love and understanding. Give it to them. What is needed by all in our society is compassion and understanding. We must remove the stigma of ill-treatment of those with suicidal thoughts, depression, mental health, illness, and disability. There is hope, even if you are thinking about suicide right now. I am Barrington Brennan. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. And remember, you can get this these information from my website, www.soencouragement.org. I'm Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>